Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I should say whenever you listen to this afternoon, good evening, whatever it might be. It is Tuesday, Valentine's Day, the 14th of February, 2023, and I'm back at it again. So we're having back-to-back Bill's Corners today. Yesterday, we talked about the American League East, and not to kind of toot my horn here or the top end rivalry horn, but we're going to talk about the Central this weekend on the Around the Diamond, Grand Slam Sam and I, as well as talk a little bit about it in a podcast. And you'll hear a little bit more about that. But that being said, all that being said, um, let's talk about something that I thought was interesting. I just finished up a live last night with Mikey Bleeds Blue, and we were talking a little bit about the Dodgers. We were talking a little bit about the rule changes, the 40-man rosters and things. And the Padres came up. And I thought, gee, I ought to voice some of my thoughts around the Padres and the Padre organization. I think they're doing a fantastic job with what they're doing. This is going to be, on paper, it's probably going to be one of their best or biggest seasons that they've ever had. On paper, and and granted, you want every team to be successful. You want every team to have their shot at things. So let's talk a little bit about the Padres. So the Padres have made some insane moves this year. They picked up uh, Xavier Bogarts. They still have Juan Soto. They're going to get Francisco or uh, Fernando Tatis back. They signed Joe Musgrove to a contract extension. They sent Hugh Darvish to a contract extension. I believe they picked up Chris Carpenter. Uh, Nelson Cruz, I believe. I mean, they've got a racked and stacked lineup from head to toe, including pitching between Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, Hugh Darvish. They've got it all on paper. And so uh, not everybody wins based on, on how good that they are on their paper, right? So that being said, let's talk a little bit about that for a second. So I personally think, oh, and don't forget me, Machado. I personally think that this is the Padres almost winner go home season. Almost it's like they're in the sandbox, they're all in, and it's either you win or you take your marbles and go home. And I'm I'm hoping it's not take your marbles and go home because again, I love seeing good players. I love seeing uh the competition that you get when you have a group of guys that are just good and that are around you. So I'm excited about that. But let's look at the flip side of the coin. So now you've got the National League West. You've got the Dodgers who are good and are going to make a playoff run. You've got the Rockies who haven't done anything really of substantialness in the offseason. Arizona is young, but they're probably still two or three years away from any serious playoff run. And then you've got the Giants. And I'm not quite sure how this plays out for the Giants. They got rid of some people. They're they're kind of letting some of their younger kids play. So we'll see how that plays itself out. If I were a betting man and I were going to push all in on things, I would push all in um, on the fact that it's going to be a Padres-Giants um, race all the way through and through. Okay, so that being said, now let's take a look at the Padres for a second. So Fernando Tatis... Uh, junior is still out for I think it's like 30 games or 40 games so you've got a little bit of time before he comes back Manny Machado has kind of talked about potentially opting out at the end of this season Um, Juan Soto obviously is an unrestricted free agent next season 
And then you've got Blake Snell, who's still got one more season left. So he's signed through 2024. Here's my prediction. If the Padres don't go at least to the Fall Classic and or win the Fall Classic, what might you see? You might see Juan Soto uh, take offers from other teams. You might see um, – you could potentially see something like Manny Machado opting out. You could even potentially – if Fernando Tatis acts up, and I sure hope that he doesn't because it's good for baseball when he does not act up, right? But let's just say he he does or he gets um, – he acts up. He might get traded, right? The Yankees have expressed some interest in him at shortstop. They still have a little bit of a hole there um, and some money to spend. The Yankees are always spending money. So let's take Tatis out of it for a second and just focus on Machado and – Focus on um, Juan Soto. So if you lose both of those players, now you're you're left with Bogars, who's good, and Tatis, who is also good. Uh, but you don't have that that big power that everybody's talking about, right? So it, it's all going to depend on how this thing plays itself out. Now, again, I can't stress this enough. I want the Padres to be good. I think it's great for baseball. I tell people all the time, everybody knows I'm a Dodger fan, but I tell people all the time, I want to beat the best. I don't want to beat the team that's struggling because they've got four guys on the DL and or IL and they're just not that successful. I want to beat the best. If I'm going to play the best, I want to beat the best, right? So we'll see how that, that plays itself out. The other thing the Padres did, which I think is interesting, is they gave $100 million plus to uh, to uh, Hugh Darvish. What does that say to Blake Snell when in 2024 his contract is over? Does that say, hey, we're going to sign you for $100 million? I don't know if it does, really, because you know he's going to demand that kind of cash because he's seen Joe Musgrove get it, and he's seen Hugh Darvish get it, so he's going to look for a $100 million plus contract. So how does that play out when Juan Soto wants $400 million in a contract at the end of the season? And how does that play out with Shohei Otani? Now, the Padres say that they're all in on Shohei Otani. So you're going to be all in on Shohei Otani. He's going to demand $500 million. So are you going to tell me that the Padres are going to spend $800 million on two players between Otani and um, Juan Soto. I'd be surprised if they did. I'm not saying that that they won't, but I'd be surprised if they did. Um, because then again, what do you need? You're going to need to get uh, Blake Snell back. Okay, so you get Shohei Otani, you figure, okay, there's, there's another man in the rotation. You don't necessarily need Blake Snell. You've got um, Hugh Darvish and you've got um, Joe Musgrove. But where's your left-handed pitcher? You're going to need a left-hander pitcher, right? So does that mean that you're going to have $100 million in Joe, $100 million in Hugh, $100 million in Blake Snell, and $500 million in Shohei? Boy, that's an expensive pitching rotation. That's $800 million just on the mound. Then you still have to pay Manny Machado if he sticks around, pay Juan Soto, pay um, uh, Fernando Tatis. I mean, those are big names. So... I personally think the Padres are pushing all their chips in this year and saying, let's see what we can get. 
They've got a fantastic ballpark, fantastic fan base. They've got um, a great division that they play in. It's not a weak division by any way, shape, or form. It's a great division. But let's see how it plays it out. So my personal prediction is either the Padres or Dodgers are going to win the West, and then we'll see how it plays out in the playoffs. But I'd love to hear your thought pattern on this. Um, I will go around the diamond, uh, not the show, but I will go around the entire uh, – Major League Baseball and give you breakdowns of of every single team and and what um, comes to play as we see the 40-man rosters get set, as we see them get knocked down. But I'm so grateful for everybody listening. Uh, I always enjoy doing these podcasts with everybody. I know some of you listen to this on the way into work. I'm grateful for it. Drop us a DM if you're interested in being on the podcast or let me know what you think. If you think that I'm a little crazy, that's fine too. Let me know what you think. But that being said, uh, let's talk it through. Also, don't forget Top Fan Rivalry followers. Uh, we have watch parties coming up, and we have them everywhere. We got one um, in Phoenix, Arizona. We're going to have one in Fountain Valley, California on the 27th of March. On the 1st of April, we're going to have one uh, in Anaheim, and we're going to announce that location here in the next day or two. It's going to be fantastic. Um, we rented out an entire space, and it's just going to be so much fun. We got some coming in San Diego, L.A., uh, San Francisco, Boston, Philly, New York, Houston, Atlanta. We're going to have all kinds of fun. We're in negotiations in Boston right now. We've got a place locked in, in uh, Atlanta that we're going to be discussing. We're in negotiations in um uh, in Houston right now, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in any of those cities, we want you to stop by. We want you to stop by for the watch party details to follow on that. We just appreciate you guys, and we look forward to seeing you um, on another podcast. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and uh, we're one day closer to baseball. Happy Valentine's Day, all.